Have you ever wanted to start a podcast? Well, this episode is for you. This is The Bloggist Podcast, a new type of podcast here to connect brands and influencers in a way that has never existed. This is the podcast where brands and influencers can come together to synergize worthy opportunities to reach new audiences and new heights. We'll interview both influencers and brands to talk about quitting the nine to five, building up your base one connection at a time, and what brands should know about your audience in order to leverage theirs. Brands meet influencers, influencers meet brands. This is the Bloggist Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to a very exciting episode. I feel like I am so inspired recently by the entrepreneurs that we've been able to speak to um, on the Bloggist podcast. And today I had the true privilege of sitting down with Taylor Mobley, who's actually a member of the Bloggist community. Um, so Taylor is the founder of Blonde and Ambitious Blog, a destination where women can learn more about motherhood, beauty, and overall lifestyle tips and tricks. With that, Taylor saw an opportunity and really felt like at the beginning of the pandemic and throughout her journey as a mom after college, she never found a space to connect with like-minded women. That's actually what started her blog, Blonde and Ambitious. And over time, um, she started building other additions to her business, like a coaching business and a podcast. And so today we sat down and broke down why you as an influencer or entrepreneur need to focus on your community first. And with that, Taylor then talks about why podcasting has actually been one of the secrets to success when it comes to growing her business online. And we get into the nitty gritty of starting a successful podcast. I know personally, when we launched the Bloggist podcast, it felt like this very overwhelming task. How do you sit down and start a podcast? From the audio capabilities to the hosting platforms, it's very difficult to navigate the waters of the podcasting world. And so one of the reasons I was really excited to have Taylor join is actually at the beginning of COVID, Taylor said, you know what? I feel like there are not enough spaces where moms can speak to one another about starting businesses, the challenge of being a work-at-home mom now while raising kids, while wanting to start their own business. So as a result, she actually launched her own podcast called the Hustle Like a Mother podcast, where she focuses on how you can be an entrepreneur as a working mother, starting businesses, and bringing like-minded women who are fellow entrepreneurs entrepreneurs to talk about the things that they've done to build careers of their dreams. And so I have actually had the pleasure of listening to a ton of Taylor's podcast episodes and truly learned a lot as well, just about how we at here at Bloggers can make our podcast even better for you, our listeners. You know, one of the reasons we launched this podcast was because we felt like there was not enough honest conversations in the world of being an influencer and entrepreneur around how you start things, the hardships, the struggles, and the wins. So in this episode with Taylor, we break down all of the hardships, but also all of the wins that she has seen as a result of launching her podcast. And if you're not convinced to start a podcast at the end of this episode, I don't know what will make you. Let's go to the episode. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today on the Bloggist Podcast. Thank you so much for letting me be here. I'm so excited. 
It is our honor and privilege. And I know so many people have requested that you come on for one reason, which is we are such fans of the podcast that you have built and your brand in general. And so we are so honored to have you join us today, Taylor. And I know for all of our listeners, they sent us a ton of questions to ask you today, specifically about the way that you've built your business so successfully. So I think for everyone who's listening, I'd love if you could give some background context on yourself, who you are. And then from there, we can dive a little bit deeper into the amazing, pretty much multi-pronged business that you have created for yourself. Amazing. Okay. I'm so excited. I've been working for myself for six years now. So I've been a full-time content creator for six years and I got started right out of college and I worked a full-time job for three months and then quit and decided I was going to work for myself. London Ambitious was really born out of the need to have my own business and the passion that I had surrounding being an entrepreneur. My father was an entrepreneur and I, you know, watched him build his own businesses and knew that that's what I wanted to do for myself. So Blonde and Ambitious is my lifestyle brand and it has a lot of arms, but you know, it really encompasses being an authentic woman. And specifically now that I'm a mom, I touch on a lot of authentic motherhood as well. And, you know, coming into that, my podcast launched last year and it's called Hustle Like a Mother Podcast. And it has been one of my favorite journeys that I've taken as a content creator. And it's absolutely one of my very favorite ways to create content. And it speaks directly to my audience who are really busy moms, usually who are growing their own businesses. There's so much to unpack there, but the first part of it is I think, you know, there is not enough, and I could talk about this forever, but there is not enough conversation specifically when you enter the, the, I'm using air quotes right now, Taylor, but corporate America around being your own boss. And I think so many people are kind of trained around this misconception that you go to college to do one thing, which is like get that corporate job, right? And, you know, a lot of our listeners know my story, but I talk a lot about my experience in the startup space. And that's really how I found my, my passion and fire. To, to build this business, to build bloggers. And I think there aren't enough people who really individuals can look to as an inspiration of what it means to be like your most authentic self when it comes to your career. And being in corporate America is great, but it's not for everyone. And I think knowing that there are people out there who took the, made the decision six months out of college to say, you know what, what I am focused on is actually building a community of people who speak my language and be able to create content to best serve them. And so I cannot wait to unpack all the divisions of the empire, the true media empire that you have built. But, you know, something that you tailor so quickly um, really spoke to is the people that you, your audience, right? And I love if you could kind of unpack that a little bit, actually, before we even dive deeper into the nuts and bolts of Blonde and Ambitious and Hustle Like a Mother podcast is what are the things that have led you to a place where you have such a deep sense and a pulse over your community? And why is that so important, specifically as an entrepreneur, is knowing the person that you are speaking to, whether it be selling to or creating content to? Well, you know, when I was starting my blog, I couldn't find people that were going through the same experiences that I was experiencing. And I was looking specifically for people who were in that creative space and just out of college space. And I was newly married and I was looking for people who had this the same type of life. And I wanted to be able to connect with them and build a community around them because that's what I was going through. And I was desperate for that sense of friendship, community, and connection that I didn't have because 
I only had my husband. We had graduated and moved. I was, we were living on our own. There wasn't anybody around us. We were near. And I was, I was craving that connection. And I think we all crave that connection truly. And I think it's why the influencer marketing sphere is as big as it is because people feel like they're your friends. Um, and you can really build this community of people who trust you as if you were their best friend. So my goal was to create a space where I was everybody's best friend who was coming to look um, for advice for me. And, you know, I really started in the beauty industry um, and in the beauty space and doing a lot of beauty tutorials and reviews. And I was finding other women who were really passionate about that as well. And it started kind of tumbleweeding into all kinds of other opportunities to talk about the rest of my life and, and have people who wanted to hear about it. And it's so, it was so important to me to be as genuine and authentic as humanly possible through the entire experience so that I could continue to build people who truly wanted to know me. And, and what that did for my brand was, you know, after three years ish of building just the community and really focusing really heavily on building that community, then I started branching out to other things that I was interested in and my community wanted to come with me. So it's made every leg of this journey successful and meaningful because the people that, you know, joined this party six years ago, they're still here. Um, and they still care about what I'm doing, even as I've evolved and changed. The one word I want everyone to take from what you just shared, Taylor, was the word community. And that is a word and a reason why influencer marketing is so powerful, but so different than any other platform channel, like marketing vehicle that has ever, than has ever existed before. I, we actually, I was speaking to um, someone who, who works very heavily in the PR space right before our, our, this awesome episode, Taylor. And we were talking about, you know, what is the difference between like an, an influencer and an entrepreneur such as yourself and say maybe a model, right? And the power of influencer marketing is it's you, Taylor, being the face of your business. But outside of that, it's those women. It's those thousands and thousands of women who who follow you, that community, right? And the more that you as the founder of your business for the influencers that are listening can focus on community first, that is the gold standard of building a business because they are your customers. They are the people who you are servicing, but also they're the people that you're, you're at the end of the day giving impact to. And that as an entrepreneur is what you aim to do is to be able to provide value, right? And this, this idea of community and getting a sense of what the people who follow you want, that is the recipe to success. And Taylor, to your point, and I think we're all in this world right now of dealing with the lovely platform that we all know and love called Instagram, but really kind of reevaluating the tumultuous relationship that we have with this platform because we've all experienced hundred percent of our listeners and Taylor, I know you have too, I'm sure, you know, this, this frustration that happens when you put your heart and soul on a platform that only serves your content to 30% of your community and right. Like 30%, we just did a blog post on it is really like industry standard now. And you've worked so hard to cultivate that community. And the fact that only 30% of those individuals, those women who have found you on the internet are able to see that, well, you're not able to serve your community 
community in the authentic way that you want to. And so, you know, one of the reasons why I'm so inspired by what you have built under the blonde and ambitious umbrella, Taylor, is the fact that you focus on community and create platforms and spaces for them to authentically connect with the content that you've created for them to add value. Because what you're doing is you're not relying, and your 100% of your business does not rely on a platform that only serves your content to 30% of your people. You have a website, you have a way that women, your community members can listen, listen to you via audio, which that's incredible. I can go for a walk and listen to the true authentic things that you're going through. And we're not dictated by the Instagram algorithm. So something that I hope that our individuals hear from listening to this episode is focus on community, but also focus on finding ways to connect with them on different platforms as well, like a blog, like audio. And, you know, I never want to tell someone start a podcast if they're not interested in recording a podcast. That's insanity, right? But think about where your audience is and where you can spread your message to connect with your community in the most authentic way possible. A hundred percent. Meet them where they're at. Exactly. Exactly. And so Taylor, can you tell us a little bit how you made the decision to say, I've created this community of individuals on my website and I'm building an audience on Instagram as well, but I really want to take the next step into audio and launch my podcast, Hustle Like a Mother podcast. Can you kind of walk us through what were those decisions that you took to take that step in the world of podcasting? Yeah. So I actually bought all of my equipment two and a half years ago and I bought it all and I was like, I'm going to start this podcast and I'm so excited. And then I didn't because I just had the feeling like it wasn't time yet. So I was like, okay. So I was bummed, but I was like, it's okay. I'll spend this time like really thinking about where a podcast could go and prepping for it. So, you know, two and a half years ago, I ordered all this equipment and then it sat for like a year and a half. And then it got to beginning of last year and I started really thinking about doing audio again. And this was in the wake of the beginning of all of the closings in the pandemic when people were missing that connection. We weren't seeing anybody. It was, it was hard to keep in contact. We were lonely. And I was like, okay, so podcast downloads had gone up 33%, I think in the beginning of the pandemic is the statistic. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be now. So I jumped in, I pulled out all my equipment. I was like, okay, what do I have to say? What do I have to say that I haven't already put on my blog and I haven't put on my Instagram? What's new? What is some innovative content that I can continue to put out that has more value um, and continued value to my audience. And I pulled my audience and kind of what, didn't tell them what I was doing, but I was asking for what they were missing. And then I used that information to launch the podcast. So I used the information I got from my audience. And the biggest thing that they said, um, my following is, has a lot of entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I got in that poll was they were trying to work and do business and, you know, start a business or do their side hustles, but they were now all stuck at home with their children. So how the heck did they do it? So we were like, okay, I sat down, you know, with my VA and and my team. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to put out a podcast that tells women who are working at home that they are not alone and that there are ways that they can still be successful without totally losing their minds. And I was feeling that so much myself with a toddler. You know, how do I do this? How do I work? How do I keep going? How do I produce more content and raise my baby, right? So I took their their fears and their ideas and their thoughts and I 
launched the podcast. I got a group of women lined up to do the first launch. I had three episodes ready to go when we launched and Hustle Like a Mother was born because really that's what I'm doing and that's what my audience is doing. And it was born out of the exact needs my audience presented to me. That is so inspiring. And what you just identified is something that I believe every successful entrepreneur is able to do, which is get a sense of what do people want? Because if you're producing something that individuals don't want, well, you better believe you're not going to get the listen rate and the view rate that you want, right? And so by creating something, a business based off of a white space in an industry and in a white space in a market and creating that for the individuals who are asking for it, what is going to happen is when you launch, they're going to say, wait, Taylor was listening to me. She built Hustle Like a Mother podcast for me. She hears me and she's building for me. Well, that's how you create that invaluable connection with your community again. And now what you're doing, Taylor, is you're creating a multifaceted media empire by producing content for your listeners, the women who follow you on your website as well as Instagram, and creating this multifaceted way for them to be able to learn from you as well as connect with other individuals via your podcast because what you identify identified is this fact that women are hungry to meet other women such as themselves and hearing someone's story by plugging in your AirPods and going for a walk and hearing, I am not alone through the most insane moment that we as humans have gone through. That is as an individual, as an entrepreneur, that is what your focus should be is building for other people and walking through how you can make an impact and create for them. And that is how you'll get the listens, the and the views. So I'd be really interested, Taylor, to learn how you feel the strategy has then impa impacted the output. So when I talk about output, I mean, okay, you identified a white space, right? You identified that women were hungry to hear from other women who were going through the insane experience that it was of, you know, being a stay-at-home mom pretty much with your kids and trying to find an outlet, find an outlet for them, build a business. So you identified that white space but I'm curious, what is the impact been? What is the output look like now that you're a year, you know, a year into this endeavor? What has happened as a result of it? It's been amazing. And I can't tell you how many emails and DMs I've gotten where somebody's like, this is the only podcast I listen to because it's the only one that identifies with my stage of life. And that is exactly what I was looking for. You know, I I have been able to watch my downloads grow over the last year, of course, which is, you know, hopefully the natural progression of things. But I've also continued to connect with my audience on a deeper level because I have this subset of women that's within my lifestyle audience that are working moms. And all of a sudden it was like, we were part of a club together. It felt like they were sitting down and having a cup of coffee with me when they were listening to my podcast. And what was really cool about that is then they come to, into my DMS and we have conversations about things that I was talking about on the podcast. And it's like, we just pick up as if we were having a conversation too. And it's also translated into being able to work, you know, one-on-one -on -one with these women uh, in my coaching services too, because they are building this business and now I'm able to help them even more intimately. And the output of this podcast turning into something as successful as it has been is the fact that my community got even tighter just because I was able to present them a source of media that they were readily available for. 
I heard you say a term coaching there a little bit. And one of the reasons why, you know, I I use the term funnel a great deal uh, in our podcast. And so I think about a podcast really as this uh, way to spread your message, right? And so Taylor, you identified what your message was and you identified the white space and you identified the community of individuals. And so for people listening, please write these things down because when you are ready to launch a podcast, these are the meaningful insights that you need to take to successfully launch a podcast like Hustle Like a Mother podcast. You're literally learning it from the expert in real time right here, right? But yes, these are sticky notes. Exactly. Take a sticky note and write it down when you are ready to launch. But so walk me through, it sounds like one of the key reasons, and I'm, I I talk a lot about making sure that there's an overall purpose or there's a greater goal behind the content that you're building. So obviously here, Taylor, you know, you want to spread your message and um, be able to bring individuals into your podcast to really talk about the realities of motherhood that everyone has been going through. But with that, there must be something that you are trying to do to better fuel your business from a revenue perspective. And so the power of podcasting, right, is, well, multi-pronged. So there's advertising dollars, right? I, as a marketer, I'm so keen on this idea of podcasting because it podcast ads, because literally like you're plugging, I'm plugging Taylor, you into my ears and I can't help but listen to the entire podcast. So that ad space that you're selling to me, I'm going to listen to it. So number one, there's a huge opportunity in the world of ad revenue and we'll actually link, um, we've used, and I'm uh, Taylor, I'd love if you could even talk to some of maybe the ad platforms that you work with. We can maybe dive into that later and we can link to that in the show notes. Um, but the second part here is too, is you're able to authentically connect with individuals individuals and in the most organic way possible sell your ideas, sell your thoughts, because what you're doing is you're bringing someone into this community and they hear Taylor, what you have to say. And as a result, when you're ready to potentially like drop them into another way that they can connect with you, whether that be an email sequence or a coaching course, you know, those are the incredible ways that you're able to drop people into that sales funnel, right? So walk us through how has podcasting been an invaluable way to also optimize your business, not just from an upper funnel, you know, brand awareness perspective, but also from a cash flow perspective as well. Yeah. So I actually have three umbrellas of Hustle Like a Mother. You know, I have my influencer marketing umbrella, which is my actual blog and Instagram. You know, I have the podcast and then I have my entrepreneurial coaching services. So the podcast actually marries those two other arms together. And that was one of the biggest goals was to take the two legs of my business that I was working on and marry them together so that my brand was cohesive and consistent and tied together with a little thread throughout the entire brand, because that's what makes a really good brand, right? Knowing that it's all together and makes sense. And it isn't just two things that are operating on their own planes. So the podcast was really obviously to help my audience as much as possible and to bring that value, but also to connect those other two arms. Um, And that was really important to me. So I do a lot of coaching um, and one-on-one consulting for small businesses to help them get off the ground and scale their business. And I've been there, I've done it, I've helped lots of women do it. And so the podcast was another way for me to get into the ears of my ideal client. And my ideal client are moms that are building their businesses or working from home. So I was able to take those people who are on my blog, bring them over to the podcast in that funnel and then offer them my services there too, so that I could have both of those arms of my business, the big arms connected together. And here you say it too, which I think 
the power of audio is this way to connect and get to know someone in a human way. And so you're able to bridge both parts of your business and just authentically talk about your, your thoughts, how you would approach this. And through that, your community will start picking up on this idea of, oh, wow, Taylor has these ideas that are unlike anyone I've ever heard. And it's not a matter of if at that moment, it's a matter of when. I use that analogy a lot, right? Of, you know, if I'm able to connect with someone um, and I hear that they can help me and they've convinced me through the amazing interviews um, that they've been able to listen to on Hustle Like a Mother podcast, it's whenever they're ready to say, yes, I am, I'm putting, you know, getting my podcast equipment that's been in the closet for a year and a half, like yours, Taylor, I'm ready and I'm gonna take the leap today. I have that person who can bring me through that. A hundred percent. And that's exactly it. You know, it's taking those people that maybe had seen some of my stuff on my blog, but weren't really sure how that connected to them, bringing them a little bit further through. And then they realize how I can help even further. Absolutely. If you aren't convinced now, um, after listening into this episode that audio and podcasting is absolutely an incredible way to connect with your audience, algorithm free, just full of subscriptions. And I find it, this idea of repetition and consistency and really creating a habitual, um, moment in someone's week where they know your podcast is dropping, right? Like they, you become a part of their everyday life. You become their friend. And you know, these are all things that over here at Bloggist, we've learned just by, you know, creating a podcast and having done this for three, three seasons now, excuse me, is, you know, repetition, consistency. That's really how you build a podcast is actually heard. So, you know, I think what we've done now is we've really set the stage, Taylor, to say, well, one, you are an amazing entrepreneur and I am so inspired listening to this. Number one, number two, you know, building a podcast is an amazing way to not only connect with your community and change someone's life but also really fuel your business from a financial perspective. So, you know, I think we validated that podcasting is an amazing, amazing outlet. So now I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into the mechanics of building a successful podcast. So, um, you know, we can talk about tech, we can talk about marketing. Really the thing I would love to learn from you, Taylor, is what are the resources that you maybe watched or listened to that kind of got you to a place where you felt comfortable taking those, that equipment out of your closet and saying, I'm going to start a podcast today. I felt it was really important to have a really good hosting platform. So I did a ton of research on which podcast hosting platform I was going to use. One that would be really user-friendly, not super expensive, and would basically take, you know, all the hard work out of uploading and getting this podcast live because, you know, I wanted it to be easy to make sure that it was on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all of the other podcast platforms. And I needed a hosting provider that could basically do that for me. So I ended up going with Libsyn and they're great. They're super inexpensive, but they do a really awesome job. The platform's really easy to use. Um, you know, it can house as many podcasts as I need it to. And, you know, I get a certain amount of gigabytes a month to upload my episodes. And then they also have podcast advertising directly in their system as well. So not only can you take additional sponsorships, but you can also advertise directly through their platform and get paid. So that was really streamlined and easy. And I feel like when I realized that podcasting didn't have to be hard, it was so much easier to jump into it. Like it took the place of me doing one blog post a week. And so basically I didn't lose any time because I just replaced it and added the podcast instead of another blog post during my week. So I didn't lose any time. 
it was really easy to set up. And then I felt really excited about moving forward because everything's really stressful when you don't know the tech side of it. I'm always, you know, so nervous to start new things because you have to learn a whole new system, but you don't really have to, when you have a good solid hosting platform to kind of take the hard work away from you. So I will definitely link to that in the show notes. I have not heard about it before and I am inspired. So it sounds like the, the number one thing, and I mean, I know this is true. The number one thing that people struggle with of just even starting is like, I need the mechanics, right? I need to launch my blog and I need to figure out how to use Squarespace or WordPress, or I need to figure out like, how do I get the right mic? How do I host? So, um, it sounds like Libsyn really is an amazing resource and tool. So now the number one thing is, okay, so you have the podcast set up, Taylor. Now, how do you get listens, right? So walk us through what your launch strategy has been and what has been the secret to success in terms of growth of listens? I'm going to be honest. I think who you have on the podcast, your guests are a huge part of this. So obviously when I launched last year, I had a like marketing strategy to my blog directly. So when I launched it, I did a fun party, a virtual party for the launch and invited my readers to, you know, come and do like a virtual hangout with me. And we did a happy hour, which was so fun. And we got to like connect personally and talk about the podcast, but also, you know, I had new episodes drip out for a full week. Like I said, I had like, I think I had three or four episodes. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I had new episodes coming out all of those days when the podcast first launched. So people could binge the podcast of a couple episodes and get a really good feel for my voice and my style and how I was interviewing my guests so that they were excited to keep coming back. So I really teased a lot of those episodes. And then I had, you know, the guests that I had as my first couple interviews, they were all a part of the launch strategy too. So they were dropping the episodes every day and they were sharing their experience you know, being interviewed by me and what their episode was about. And that actually got my podcast to four more audiences, you know, of, of thousands and thousands of people. So the launch was amazing. And then from there on, you know, I supply graphics and media quotes and audio clips and links to all the things to every one of my guests when their episode drops. So they have everything at their fingertips. They don't have to do a single thing except share that their episode has gone live in any number of ways, whether that's share the blog post with all the show notes or share the audio clip or the Instagram story graphics. I do, I make sure they have all of that the day that their episode launches or goes live so that they don't have to do a single thing other than be excited about it. And I think that has been huge because they don't have a reason not to share, right? They don't have to do anything. And the reason they joined the podcast was because they saw such opportunity in what you're doing, Taylor, around Hustle Like a Mother podcast. So they were thrilled and delighted to share their story, right? And so what you've done though is you've taken down the barrier to entry kind of like, you know, you get it, you starting a podcast, it's like the work, right? And so by you doing the work for them, it's just as simple as downloading an asset or linking something on Instagram stories with an image that you've already pre-produced for them. Um, So really making sure for everyone listening to this podcast, episode. If podcasting is something that is interesting for you, your listeners are critical. And that really is one of our core focuses is bringing amazing entrepreneurs and influencers to our podcast to learn about your story because there aren't enough. And this is a personal you know, thing I talk a lot about in the bloggers podcast.
podcast is um, we see the kind of the shiny glitz and glam of what it takes. Like, oh, wow, I'm doing amazing things in my business, but what actually got you there, right? And so by hearing the roadblocks, but also the stepping stones, Taylor, that you took to launch a podcast, that is what I hope if you're listening right now is that is the push in the right direction to say, we all had issues launching podcasts, right? Like we maybe are not audio. We didn't go to school. We didn't go to college to be an audio sound expert, but there are people out there who can teach you how to do it and can be in your world. They can be in your court. And all you need to do is show up and focus on providing like amazing, meaningful, valuable content, as well as finding individuals who can really serve your community. And you can share their story too, because that's the power of audio is connecting and having conversations. And as a result, what you're able to do is tap into their community as well. So what you've done is you found someone who there's some similarities, right? Between your audience and their audience. And by bringing them into your world and having them then share that content with their community, you're now reaching thousands and thousands of people. And that's how you organically grow online is we don't need another ad on our Instagram feed or our Facebook feed, right? Taking that time and that investment to spend on building relationships, finding people you can bring to your podcast, interview them, then they share it with their audience of like-minded individuals. Well, that's a surefire way to grow your business. And Taylor, to your point, what they're doing is they're not only expanding your podcast, but now those people become listeners and they're then dropped into your funnel too. And that helps with the overall, not only growth from a brand awareness perspective and the kind of that upper funnel, but now they're avid listeners because you've set the stage, you set the tone, you have all of these amazing sequential episodes lined up and now they can't help. But if they're a fellow mom entrepreneur, right, they're going to buy your coaching course too. And they're your coaching revenue just two X as well. So for everyone listening, like just get started. And there's so many tips that Taylor's sharing right now, all about, okay, well, you know, once you do start a podcast, bring people in, interview amazing people, have them share. And now they're dropped into your sales funnel as a way to optimize your business and the content you're providing your community. Exactly. I think the key truly is having amazing guests. They make this whole thing make sense, right? And that draws new people every single week. And hopefully they stay, they subscribe and stay and they love what you're saying, even after you know their favorite creator was featured on the podcast. And that's why we're so honored to have you on the Bloggers Podcast today. Taylor is an amazing fellow podcaster. I cannot thank you enough for sharing all of this amazing and valuable information. So is there anything else for our listeners that you felt like, Taylor? Because again, one of the reasons we built this podcast was to share the hardships that goes into building a company because it's not easy, right? But once you find those things, um, once you find the things that work and you continue to iterate on them, that's how growth happens. So were there any other things that you felt like were some of the limit, the things getting in your way or the limiting factors that were getting in your way of launching the podcast that you feel like other women or fellow entrepreneurs might be experiencing as well, that you could maybe talk about how you overcame them if, if there are any. Yeah. Well, there always are, right? Always are. part of being yeah. an entrepreneur. I think the thing that held me back for a really long time from starting my podcast and even still like sometimes makes me nervous is there's so many podcasts, right? How do we stand out? How do you be different? How do you get people's attention? And what held me back for a long time was the podcast industry is already so saturated. So what else do I have to offer? What a silly thing to think because I am a blogger and that network is saturated too, right? But I didn't quit blogging. So I think even if you are scared or concerned or fear like you don't have something unique to offer, know that you have something unique to offer simply 
by being you because nobody else is you and nobody else can talk to your audience the way that you do. And all that starting a podcast can do for you is give you another way to connect with your audience even closer. Um, You get to talk directly in their ear And I think there's really nothing to lose. If the limiting factor behind you not starting a podcast is the fact that you feel like it's too saturated and you're not sure what you would talk about, or you feel like your perspective isn't unique enough, I'm here to tell you that it is just simply because you're you. Because you are you and there is no other person out there like you. No one's experienced what you've gone through. And as a result, there are people out there that want to hear your story. Well, Taylor, I have been so touched by everything that you shared, not only as a business owner, but as a fellow podcaster. I learned so much about what it takes to not only build a successful community, and I know our listeners learn the same, but really how you just take down that wall and say, I'm just going to start. And whether it be just starting a podcast, just starting a blog, just starting maybe like, I don't know, maybe one day you really want to connect with individuals on LinkedIn or whatever platform it is. If you find your community out there and you create for them, just start because what's the worst that's going to happen? I swear you're the the only person judging you is yourself. And so just starting is a number one thing that you can do. And so Taylor, thank you for providing all of that meaningful insight. And so I know for all of our listeners now, if they don't follow you already, they're going to want to know where can they find you? How can they learn more about hustle? Like a mother podcast. I know as I, you know, a few days ago, hit the subscribe. I've loved listening to your podcast so much. Um, and I know there's so many amazing individuals in our community who would be amazed by the message that you share. So where can we find you on your platforms, Taylor? Gosh, I'm all over the internet. (laughs) There's so many ways, but you can actually just start by going to blonde and ambitious blog.com everything is linked there. You can find my podcast page, which is also hustlelikeamotherpodcast.com. All of the episodes are there. You can submit an application to be a guest. You can submit topic ideas. All the things are there. You know, my blog hosts all of my different arms that are underneath Blonde and Ambitious. So if anything has piqued your interest today, it can all be found at blondeandambitiousblog.com. Amazing. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us today. Everyone who listened, be sure to give Taylor a follow. Um, She's an amazing, amazing member of our community. And we're so honored to have you on the podcast today, Taylor. So thank you. Thank you so much. Since you've made it this far, don't forget to subscribe to the Blogist podcast over on iTunes so you never miss another episode. Show your support by giving us a five-star rating and taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it on Instagram stories. We always love seeing who's tuning in. And for more information about Blogist, check out bloggist.co. That's B-L-O-G-I-S-T dot co. For influencers, think of Blogist as your personal manager. We're here to crunch the data about your audience, help you identify ways to grow your online following, and discover ways to monetize your social media channels. And for brands, Blogist gives you all of the qualitative and quantitative data necessary to find the perfect digital influencers to work with who will help you build your brand and convert new customers. That's all for this week. See you next time.